Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Under the Hoodies. I am Bill Kegel. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Tony DeNicola. Tony, what's happening, buddy? Hey, just got back from the gym a little while ago, man. I'm feeling pumped up and energized. Nice. I had some pizza from Little Caesars earlier, and uh, that's really that's really about the extent of my night. So uh, one of us is being productive with our uh, bodies, the other one not so much. So you know, that's uh, that's good. I gotta I gotta start catching up with you in this uh, lifting department. By the way, my body literally looks like I look like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man went just just started eating his feelings for like two years. Pretty doughy. Yeah. I used to be a I used to be strapping and good looking when I was in the military I and mean, my grill was still messed up but uh but definitely uh, way better looking back then. So but uh but you know what, Tony, let's let's talk some business out of the way, all right. We have an an advertiser, not a sponsor, but we have an advertisement that I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read at the beginning of the show and if I remember I'm gonna do it at the end. So I'm the only one getting paid for this, and uh, not going to tell you the way I'm getting paid. But we have a advertisement. So, Mary Cyber Monday Lularoe pop up. That's the group name on Facebook. You can find it. All members will be approved at by our approved Sunday at 6 p.m. That's when the shopping begins. Uh, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Shopping begins Sunday at 8 p.m. and then Monday at 11. Or it goes from Monday to to 11 p.m. You know, I should have read this beforehand. I'm worse than Burr at this. I'm realizing. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, the group on Facebook. Is Mary Cyber Monday Lululemon pop up. I know, terrible, poor pod. Um, all members will be approved Sunday at 6 p.m. So you got to sign up beforehand. So if you do it by Sunday at 6, you can shop from Sunday at 8 to Monday at 11 p.m. So those are the times. So you got about a 27-hour window there. Um, 11 consultants will have a variety of dresses, and this is all LuLaRoe stuff. It's for women and kids. So if uh, you're a dude and you have a woman and or a kid, go ahead and get on there and uh, let them know that under the hoodie sent you, and you'll get a uh, you'll get a nice discount. And um, there's uh, some giveaways and all that stuff. So the sizes are uh, triple or double X extra small to three extra large. So enjoy that. Go on there do it. Uh, it's Mary Cyber Monday LuLaRoe pop-up, and it's all uh, women and kids clothes. So that is our advertisement. Um, maybe next time I'll do a better job at that, but uh, my wife's handwriting is too good, and I can't really read it. So yeah. anyway. Um, not, not bad for your first effort. Well, thankfully, this isn't a sponsor that will drop us, so um, that's a plus. So we're doing a little bit of a format switch here. And uh, Tony and I have conversations while we're at work. Um, and when we're conversing at work, it seems to go a lot smoother. You seem, to, you seem to see more of our personality. And what Tony and I sort of realized is that we 
are not the place you're going to go for hard-hitting sports commentary. We're not Peter King where we're going to Bill Belichick's house and, like, riding on his boat with him, getting all this information. Like, the best we're going to do is get John Murphy on for a terrible interview on my end and uh, <laughs> go from there. So, we don't even have microphones, Tony. We should just let everybody know. And I'm putting us on blast right now, so hopefully this pressures us to get a little bit better of a system. So, I'm talking on the little earbud that the Apple, uh, th- that the iPhone comes with, and you're talking on a really nice set of uh, Bluetooth uh, headphones from Bose. They're, 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 you got a nice setup there. I'll give you that. But, yeah. but we're, we're going to work on the sound quality. I wear these suckers 24-7. I'm pretty sure I'm losing my hearing. I wear them when I'm delivering. I wear them at the gym. I wear them around the house. They're just so easy and comfortable. Yeah. and just They work so well. Yeah, I don't think any of us know what Tony's ears actually look like. He always has those on. So, And I'm not even exaggerating. I don't know if you have big ears, small ears. I honestly don't know. It's hard to tell. Um, but... Uh, that being said, uh, there's improvements coming to the show, um, and uh, we're going to have some nice guests on at the end of the NFL season. Um, uh, guests that you won't even b- get, believe that we could pull, but uh, but that is for another time. Uh, we're talking to a couple people. Um, there's definitely one guy in particular that I'm almost starstruck with the fact that we even might be uh, might even have a whiff of getting this guy on. So. Um, Look forward to that, but as of right now, um, Tony, where where do you want to start? Where do you, where do you want this conversation to start? Do you want to start it with uh, Sammy Watkins? I, I before that, I want to start at the very beginning. How I we've talked about this numerous times, and I'm very upset by the fact that we don't have some kind of intro, some theme song, something to start the show. Yeah, you you shot down all my ideas. I don't care if it's a wrestler's theme song. Uh, I suggested Here Comes the Hot Stepper, which is a very deep reference for any mid-90s ECW fans. Our show is called Under the Hoodies. One of the greatest ECW tag teams of all time was the Public Enemy, who were known as The Hoodies, and their theme song to the ring was Here Comes the Hot Stepper. So I think that's appropriate. And I even I took the time, until until you, you, you pick a theme song for us, I think I'm just going to write my own lyrics to music, and I'm, I'm personally going to sing it each week until we figure something out. I don't mind that. Um, you can go ahead and sing that, and then we'll get an intro. But I was actually trying to talk to you before the show about a movie because there's a song from a movie that I really wanted to try. But um, I'll send you it. I'll send you, some, uh, I'll send you some files and have you go ahead and uh, listen to some of them, see which one you like. Um, one of the ones we were thinking about going with is uh, that um, we did talk about, and I quickly shot it down, which is very rude by me, but – Considering last week's episode, I actually don't feel that bad about it. And then uh, I thought about doing the instrumental from One Mic by Nas, which is a great instrumental. Um, and then thought the NBA and NBC, but, you know, that's way too specific. Um, and then I uh, – I'm actually all for that, though. There's that's a great theme. The NBA and NBC? I, I love that theme to death. I'm so upset when, when yeah. the M- uh, NBC lost the NBA just because of that theme song. Conan O'Brien used to do a uh, segment once once the NBA left NBC. Uh, Conan O'Brien used to just shoehorn it into uh, iconic movies. So at the end of like Casablanca or whatever the hell, or yeah, I think it's Life is Beautiful Casablanca, one of them, where uh, the dude jumps in the water at the end. He plays that over it, and it's actually hysterical. He was plays he was like putting it in movies. It was really funny um, to repurpose that song for uh, 
for to classic movies. I thought it was incredible. But um, but yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll work on an intro. I mean, we have some. If I, I have the board over here um, on my phone, so here's some of the here's some of our um, here's some of the options here. That's terrible. That sounds terrible. And then we have, no, we're not. We're not getting into politics. What's going on? Where have you been? You're late. I don't. These are just some of the ones that are on the board. So I got rid of that, and then we have this, which is the one we were just talking about. I mean, which is fantastic, but it probably sounds terrible on this. Uh, yeah, on this, so we don't want to keep playing it. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty bad. And then I'll, I'll give you my uh, first attempt if you want. I don't even know what that is. So, you know what? No, let's move on from the music. But we're working on it, everybody. We're oh, working no, on I'll, it. And I'll, hey, I'll, we I'll went give over. You one. I, I wrote lyrics tonight for you. That's what I wanted to get to. I literally wrote, and I was inspired by Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball to actually write lyrics. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. So let me just prepare you. I cannot sing worth a damn, and I have no tone or pitch, but uh, here we go. No drugs at all, no alcohol, pays taxes and gives to charity, lifts weights, does he first class, meaning and feelings, lives in the country. Don't you ever say you don't hate Tony D. I will always troll you, Bill's Mafia. I made my entrance in a Tony ball. I sincerely hope that I don't fall. And I won't do drugs or alcohol. It's your Kato a-hole, Tony D. Bam! Oh, God. I, I, I literally just glazed over like a donut. I can't even believe what I just heard. I oh love the effort, People should though. have to pay so, for that. I, until I we pick a theme song, I'm I, doing I really something like that every it. week. Our view, our listenership will just plummet off a cliff. The more that I sing, <laughs> it's a savvy business move. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, I love the effort, though. I, like I said, I can't ever fault anybody for giving effort on something that doesn't hurt others. So you know what? I'm not going to be a hater. I liked it. It was very, uh, very clever. Thank you. Because I, I, I sang a, a different version for about 15 minutes, and uh, the fiancé and the mother-in-law. Well, the mother-in-law was was very impressed. Fiancé, not so much. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, you know what? Let, let's segue into your mother-in-law here. Um, oh, boy. So you watched a movie. <laughs> I don't know how oh, that went for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to get into that? Yeah. Uh, you know, for those yeah, let's dive in because I can't wait. We, uh, you two know, we, we made our, our... Two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, oh, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, we made our bet on... Uh, we always pick the worst game of the week in the NFL schedule, and we bet on it. And uh, I don't even know who the teams were, but I, I know I lost. Um, I think it was the Bears. I, I want to say it was the Bears in Tampa Bay. I picked the Bears, and they, they got killed by Tampa. But, um, yep. yeah, so you had me watch the movie I Love Philip Morris. And I, I want to say, starring Jim Carrey, I love you and McGregor... Morris. Yeah, great movie. I loved it. What you failed to mention, you you gave me the synopsis of it. You know, basically Jim Carrey is a Texas cop who, you know, is gay and basically leaves his family for a man 
ends up in prison, falls in love with a man, you know, the whole spiel. And He's a uh, con man. That, that's important to point yeah, out. Yeah. Yes. Very good comment. But you failed to mention that this is not the type of movie that you should watch with the mother-in-law. The mill, if you will. So I'm sitting there with the fiancé in the mill. We're watching this movie. Ten minutes in, things are going good. Next thing you know, they cut to a scene of Jim Carrey, shirtless, sweaty, and point lean. I'll admit it, you know, not trying to be weird about it. He's looking good, looking, you know, looking in good shape. And he is just going he definitely to town on someone. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's just he's pounding it from behind. He is just obliterating someone. And uh, you know, they're out of frame and the next thing you know their head pops up and it's a dude. So Jim Carrey is having gay sex with a man, very vocal, very vulgar, might I add, while I, while the mother in law is sitting, you know, five feet away from me. Like, I I, I I didn't know what to do. Like, I froze. I, I basically just watching for her reaction, which was, you know, quite taken aback, uh, very shocked. Um, you know, she's she was a hippie back in the day. She's very liberal. She's very understanding with stuff. You know, she's not uptight by any means. And she's a sweetheart. But, you know, that's watching gay sex, hardcore gay sex portrayed in a movie, and there's nothing wrong with it, nothing against it. But watching any kind of sex, you know, you know, on television or on a movie with your mother-in-law is one of the most uncomfortable things in the world. And I, I live in uncomfortable. I, I thrive on making people uncomfortable. But just, it was, it was cringeworthy, man. So, you know, thanks for the uh, parental warning on that one. I really appreciate it. I apologize. I wasn't thinking, but it's one of the best accidents I've ever done in my life. That is awesome. I'm so happy you got to suffer through that. Because the amount of uncomfortableness that you've brought in my life, uh, just in your limited interactions with, um, you know, the people that I have to deal with every day, you know, uh, without getting into specifics, because I don't want to make this any more uncomfortable than uh, than any of the situations I'm referencing uh, ever so vaguely, um, you deserved it. So I'm happy it happened, to be honest with you. I'm not even going to apologize or anything. I loved it. So that's oh, I wouldn't. What was no. the other movie I had you watch? Because I know, I think you lost, this would be the third week in a row that you lost. So I can't remember for the life of me what was the second movie I assigned you, and i got to come up with another one now. Yeah, I can't remember yet. I think you wanted me to watch Django Unchained, but it wasn't on Netflix. And then I can't remember yeah, that what was you ended up deciding on. Yeah, I'm going to have to look. It was in my list. Um, so uh, don't worry, I'll pull it up. But I won this yeah. week as well, cool. correct? What, what was that? I won this week again, correct? Yes. So I think we better the Miami uh, game. You had my – I think you had Miami, and I forget who I had, but they, they suck. So. Uh, Los Angeles. So, yeah, Miami-Los oh, yeah. Angeles. Yeah. And Beginning I took Miami. Era. Yeah, and that's important to note, by the way, because uh, I don't know if we knew that at the time, that he was officially getting the start. There's rumors. Adam Schefter was mentioning that he might be the uh, that he might be getting the start, but we weren't one hundred percent sure. So no, you said it on the podcast. I could we it, it been announced. We did. You oh, did, okay, yeah. Gotcha. I I didn't know, but you okay. told me. So okay, uh, good. I'm glad you, I did. Um, yeah, I've yeah so I'm looking to see what I. Too. Okay. I mean, if if you want it now, I uh, mean. 
you know, <laughs> you'll you'll get a kick out of this one. But I, honestly, looking at okay. the schedule, I think I think it's the worst game. But uh, one o'clock on CBS, the Jacksonville Jaguars travel to Buffalo to meet the Bills. Yes, they do. Yes, and they do. I, I mean, I'm trying to be unbiased because everyone knows how I love the Troll Bills Mafia. But in all honesty, I think that's that's the worst game. Yeah, no, it is. It, it is. I think the Bills are gonna just basically just be slap them up and down the field, though. Uh, let me look at the point spread. I'm gonna have to listen back and see what that movie was that I need you to watch uh, for for next week. So, but uh, I'm glad you liked that. I love you, Philip Morris. I'm gonna be honest with you. I really, I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. The oh, it was a great side. movie. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the best uh, acting jobs. Yeah, I thought he was fantastic. I really thought Owen McGregor should have won a uh, should have got nominated for an Oscar. Maybe not one, but definitely got nominated for an Oscar. I thought he was amazing in that movie. And uh, you and I both have a bit of a crush on old Leslie Mann there, um, who you'd recognize from any and all Judd Apatow movies. But uh, I'm a fan of hers. So she was in it. She was really good in it. She's adorable as always. And um, yeah, man, I really liked it. I, I thought it was the Bills are seven and a half point favorites in the Jacksonville game. I will take the Bills in the points. Ooh, I think the Bills are going to win by more than half. Oh, yeah! I'll take that. I'll take the Jacks all day. Let's go. Beautiful. All right, streak. that's our bet. That's our that's our bet. Bills in the points. So, um, good. Bills got to win by more than touchdown. Four weeks in a row, Ooh. up to three weeks. So, um, so yeah. So speaking of the Bills, Sammy Watkins. All right, you have uh, Sammy Watkins. Um, you have Sammy Watkins. Stats right there in front of you, don't you? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. Can you go ahead and read those for me? Uh, yeah. Uh, first season, 2014, 16 games, 65 catches, 982 yards, six touchdowns. 2015, okay. 13 games, 60 catches, 1,047 yards, nine touchdowns. 2016, two games, six catches, 63 yards, no scores. Okay, not so far because he practiced this week, and they're saying he's only going to be he's only going to play you know ten to twenty snaps this uh, this Sunday. I think that I think that's BS. I honestly think he's going to play significantly more than that. I think they're just doing that. Oh, let's keep it close to the vest. Okay, so here's the thing: I have a player, and I'm going to read his stats. Okay, fifty four, and in in his first year in the league as a rookie, he played in thirteen games. 54 catches, 959 yards, eight touchdowns. His second year in the league, he does play all 16 games, 79 catches, 1,198 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Sounds pretty similar, correct? Third year in the league, he only played in five games, and I did not put his stats down, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look up, and I didn't look up Sammy's stats for the third year, so I'm actually glad that you said it. But he only played in five games. Season's not over yet. Watkins claims he's 100 percent. So you know what career trajectory that, that Sammy Watkins has to a current player? Do you know what player I'm talking about right now? His first three years in the league? A lot of the same stuff is said about him that's being said about Sammy Watkins right now? Mm, I feel like I should know. i give you a hint. Blank. This wide receiver plays in a dome. That's the only hint you're going to get. A dome? Yes. Uh, Label is injury prone early in his career. Okay, that's fine. Injury prone early in his career, right? 
underachieved yeah. his first three years in the league. Similarly, Sammy Watkins, equally as dynamic. This this uh, player acts here is a little bit bigger than Sammy, but not that much bigger. Um, uh, this player also has a Pro Bowl quarterback throwing to him every single season. This Pro Bowl quarterback is an MVP candidate this year. This player is Julio Jones. Julio Jones and Sammy Watkins mm-hmm. had almost the same career for the first three years of their their careers. All right, almost the same. The difference being Sammy Watkins is the only offensive weapon his team had his first year, okay? His second year, they got LaShawn McCoy, but brought in a new inexperienced quarterback to run their offense. Sammy Watkins six, went in a six-game stretch last year where he had 800-plus yards. Like, he, he, he went off for a six-game stretch, right? Um, being injured isn't necessarily a career sentence, right? Because I think even now we would label Tony Romo a uh, – you know, injury prone. And he has been in of late, but before that, not really. He wasn't really that injury prone, right? I mean, there's times in Aaron Rodgers' career where he was labeled injury prone. I mean, he had a couple seasons where he played 13 games, 12 games, 9 games, and then you know, he's been healthier as of late. But um, so when you say – I'll agree with you on one aspect of Sammy Watkins' career, which is the Bills did give up too much to get him. But I don't think that's a detriment oh, to the play. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I never give the player, I never give the player issue for that. That is not on him. But um, I, I guess what I'm asking you is, what is your beef with Sammy Watkins? So we can properly talk about this. Well, I think my beef is, is the fact that he comes out publicly and he complains about his, you know, his uh, his touches and getting more production in the offense when, you know, right after that I would that, love he gets for you hurt. to find a direct quote. I would love for you to find a direct quote from him. Oh, God. I do not believe that came out of his mouth. That's a media, that's a media driven storyline that doesn't actually exist. You, you may very well be right, but sometimes perception is reality. No, 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 no. It's absolutely not because Odell Beckham would get the same issue and your boy Dez. And I've been really critical of Dez on the show but Dez has not one time complained about his touches this year because they're winning. And I think that's the most important thing. But if you're a dynamic talent, like, like people, people say that about uh, Beckham complaining about his touches. He never complained about his touches. He's frustrated that the team wasn't winning. Sure. But along with Dez, if you watch a Cowboys game or you watch a Giants game or even watch a Bills game and somebody else scores, they're not mad. T.O. was like that. T.O. was body language, and I watched him. I had season tickets the year he played with the Bills. Worst body language I've ever seen in a wide receiver, or maybe on a professional athlete. Like, it was absurd. Like, if he wasn't the one scoring a touchdown, he wasn't celebrating. But if you watch, even Dez, Odell, Sammy, when somebody on their team scores, like, they're up there celebrating with him. And I think that's a huge difference. And if we're going to praise Dak for throwing a cup in a garbage can, then let's praise the guy. You know, if we're setting the bar that low, then let's praise the guy that, you know, never publicly came out about his touches. Like, that, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know where that narrative right. is. I, I found you know, it. it. It's crazy. Go ahead. Watkins, this is from 2015. I'm reading on ESPN.com. Watkins told the Buffalo News that he wanted at least 10 targets per game and that his agent contacted the Bills about how they were making you look bad and you're making yourself look bad after drafting him fourth overall in 2014. Okay, so he told the Buffalo News that. Yes. 
They've quoted okay, him that's saying that's a direct quote from. And then, uh, Could you please read that from, uh, read the quote again. Yeah, uh, Watkins told the Buffalo News that he wanted at least 10 targets per game, and his agent contacted the Bills about how they were, quote, making me look bad, and you're making yourself look bad after drafting him fourth in 2014. And then they have a, a quote from uh, E.J. Manuel. Uh, Sammy's a great player and obviously wants to help us win. I don't think he meant anything negative by it. That's what I like to hear. I think as quarterbacks, we like to hear our receiver is hungry and wants to make plays. Okay, then – see, all right, that does change my argument a little bit, but I don't think it uh, – I don't think it sort of – I don't think it derails my point, which is I don't think that's necessarily selfish. Um, I don't – I think that's him thinking that it's the best chance for them to win. Uh, that I'll was give a controversy. him some leeway, too, because he still is a young guy. I mean, he's only his third year. I mean, Dez has – like right. you said, Dez has had the same issues, too, and it seems – especially this year, that Dez is finally maturing with it, like worrying more about the team than, than his touches. As you've seen with Dak, you know, getting more experience, eventually Dez does get his touches. I mean, he's been on fire the last three games. Right. Right. I and, mean, in, in Watkins' defense, man, he has time to prove himself. So like you said, he could, be, he could become like Julio Jones. Who knows? But it's just so far right. from what I've seen, I'm just not that impressed by him especially when you consider how much Buffalo gave up for him. And that's not his fault. That's Buffalo's fault. That's also part of the reason you know, right. how Buffalo destroyed E.J. Manuel's career before it even got started. Like, that's not his fault at all. But it's just the perception becomes reality at times. When you perceive a guy to be this valued and he just doesn't live up to it, you just you look at him almost as a bust. But he's not a bust, though. I mean, statistically, he's not. I mean, he he progressed from his. I mean, an injury. I don't. I, all right, an injury is not necessarily a a. Uh, I don't know. I, being injury prone is not necessarily a terrible attribute, right? It's just an unfortunate attribute. A lot of times, it's luck. Um, it's not like he's having like these soft tissue issues where it's him being out of shape. I mean, the broken bone in his foot. Uh, at least this year, anyway. So when I hear that about the touches. In a way, it's really difficult not to disagree with him because, I mean, he is their best playmaker, right? I mean, even over McCoy, I think I think we can both agree that the NFL is one, you know, throwing the ball and playing decent defense and controlling the line of scrimmage, not necessarily in the run game like it used to be. I mean, I, I can't, I, I don't know the last run first team that won a Super Bowl. Um, I know a lot of people will probably say Seattle. But Seattle also could throw the ball really well. And, you know, they had Marshawn Lynch and, you know, and a lot of people would argue. But that, that wasn't necessarily a team that won on, won on the run game, right? They run mostly on defense and they, ran, and they won mostly because of Russell Wilson's dual threat ability. So, I mean, you getting Sammy Watkins 10 targets. So where I'm going to backtrack and where I'm going to admit I was wrong is that the, my agent going to the Bills. If that's true, then I completely jump ship on Sammy Watkins and just go back on everything I just said in this show. But that along with, um, I mean, with him saying he needs to get more touches, I agree with him. That's really the best way to say it. I, I mean, I agree with him. They should be throwing him the ball more than they do or more than they did. But, again, I think your initial argument was, he, I think you threw the bus term out there, which is I don't necessarily think being injured necessarily makes you a bust. It just 
you're just not on the field and you're not being productive. And that is where I agree with you. Okay. Hmm. But, no, I'm definitely I'm, – I'm going to go back on what I said, though, about, about Watkins. I did not know that quote. When I was looking earlier, I didn't see it. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know how I missed it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I knew that there was a little bit of stuff like Twitter beef and whatever with fans and stuff, and I knew that whole thing. And I tried to bring that up to John Murphy as sort of a illustration of the parallels between Odell Beckham uh, early in the season and Sammy Watkins uh, in the middle of last season. But, but the touches thing, I didn't know his agent went to the Bills. That I did not see. Um, and that, to me, is almost inexcusable. I mean, that's not really going to help your team. That's a distraction. And E.J. Manuel being the uh, consummate, you know, team politician that he is, um, you know, I, I don't know if that necessarily is how all quarterbacks would feel. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just I don't see how that translates to, you know, wins. Like getting his touches yeah. and getting wins are two and different we, things. We also don't know, too, if, you know, Watkins had his agent go to the Bills and say that or if his agent just went rogue and thought he was doing, you know, what was best on his client's behalf. Well, it's in the agent's best insurance for his stats to be better. So when they negotiate a contract time, that 4% is bigger that they get. So that honestly could be his agent. But even still, that's such a distraction. I don't, I'm not a fan of that at all, but – Regardless, um, labeling Sammy Watkins as a bust, I think, is definitely a mistake because the season's not even – or his career's not even close to being, you know, he's not even close to being halfway through his career. Um, so, you know, that – I think we'll see this weekend and we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Like I said, if he was having, like, soft soft tissue injuries, I'd be a lot more – I'd be a lot more concerned. Um, but a broken foot, I mean, that heals. Kevin Durant had the same injury – and um, took him about a uh, about a season to sort of get get right, but you know, and then he was back to the old uh, the old way he was. Um, and Sammy just needed more time to heal. They tried to rush him back, and he aggravated it. And he's gonna play. Uh, he's gonna play this weekend. So we'll see. I definitely think having him in there adds a different element. I think that makes the other receivers on the team better. Uh, I think that makes opens up the running game. I think his presence coming back, I think, ultimately changes the look of the Bills' offense. And I'd be curious to see how he does with uh, with uh, as as uh, Anthony Lynn as the offensive coordinator. I'd really really curious to see. Yeah, and since we're on the Bills, um, we might as well talk about it now because who knows? We'll talk about them, you know, later on in the season when they're inevitably, you know, out of the playoff hunt. But uh, what do you think about the Ryan? and uh, they're potentially keeping their jobs past this year if they don't make the playoffs. I, I think you got to give both the boot. I definitely think you need to give Rob the boot. Rob should have got the boot right when he got hired because Rob is terrible. He's not a very good defensive how, how does he keep getting jobs? It blows my mind. He's terrible at Dallas, terrible in New Orleans. Like, when has this guy ever done Terrible that? in Cleveland. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I just can't remember. You know what's funny is that he blames his hair on not getting a head coaching job but doesn't have the good sense to cut it if he thinks that's what's doing it. But, yeah, he's been a terrible defensive coordinator and keeps getting jobs. So is it the hair or is it not the hair? Weird. Well, it's crazy. He he lives off his brother's reputation and his, you know, and Rex lives off the reputation of two, you know, AFC championship uh, appearances with the Jets and Mark Sanchez. And Mark Sanchez knows the job. Granted, he's an emergency quarterback with the, with the Cowboys. He'll never see the field again, you know, 
hopefully, I mean, God forbid, I, I'm, I may drink bleach if Sanchez ends up on the field for Dallas, but it's just mind-boggling to me how these guys keep getting opportunities and jobs, and they've done nothing to prove it or earn it in any way. Well, the good thing is is that you have the best backup in the NFL right now, so there is that if that gets hurt. So you don't have to worry about Sanchez probably unless you turn into the Browns' ability to uh, protect your quarterback, and then you will because I think the Browns have gone through five. But – I swear to God, you'll you. you'll see me on national news. I will just I will be playing Frogger on eighty one North and just oh God, man, I I don't know. I, it'll be a very dark day for me if, if butt fumble ends up under center for the Cowboys. I definitely don't think that. Um, I definitely don't think that Rex Ryan gets another head coaching job after the Bills. I just don't see it. Uh, I don't think Rob ever gets a head coaching job. I think he sort of maxed out of where he's going to be. I, I really don't think he's ever going to reach the heights that he possibly could have after being in Dallas. But um, I, I just I think the Ryan brothers, I think this year or maybe next year if they still don't make the playoffs, is the last we ever hear from them on, a, on an NFL head coaching staff. I mean, maybe Rex gets a defensive coordinator job. There's no way Rob gets another job when his brother's not in charge. I mean, he's lucky to be in the NFL still. Um, and that's not to say I don't like the Ryans. I do, but I think especially Rex is better served being an analyst on TV. I think he's going to be great if he goes on TV. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I don't get it. You know the Bills interviewed Mike Shanahan, and when they were looking at Rex Ryan, or when they hired Rex Ryan, they interviewed Mike Shanahan, right? Mike Shanahan wanted the job. Um and they went with Rex Ryan over Mike Shanahan. I think that's absurd because I was actually just here. I heard the other day that uh, Mike Shanahan is also the guy that did not want uh, did not want RG three. He did not want to trade all those picks. That was a Dan Snyder move. And Shanahan also did not want Donovan McNabb. But you know who Shanahan wanted? Who's now the current starting quarterback of the Washington Redskins? Kirk Cousins. He's the one that drafted Kirk Cousins. He liked Kirk Cousins better than RG three. Um, but he was sort of force-fed RG3, you know, when you know, he, in, by Dan Snyder because Dan Snyder wants flash. He wants something marketable. Um, and, you know, what gets people to games more than a flashy quarterback is wins. So, yeah. I don't know, Dan Snyder's been the owner of that, league, of that team for like 20 years, and he still hasn't figured that out, and that's amazing to me. But uh, you were sighing there. Do you have a strong opinions on Mike Shanahan? Oh, I think I think he's a great coach, great reputation. I mean, the fact that uh, the, this kills me about the Bills is they 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 have that um, they have the inferiority complex to the Patriots, where they feel like they need to grab the headlines and they need to make the big moves. And Mike Shanahan would have been a big enough move as it was, but it's like, oh, let's let's get the king of trash talk and nothing to back it up, Rex Ryan. Like, yeah, God, it, it frustrates the hell out of me, man. Like. And like you said in the past, the Bills fan base, Bills Mafia, they're such a diehard loyal fan base. They deserve better. And the fact that they that ownership doesn't give it to them boggles my mind. Like they need they need to clean house with the coaching staff, and they need to just open up the checkbook and go get Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator from the Eagles. Bring him back to Buffalo back. and revamp that defense. They were number one in the league under him, and then Ryan takes over, and they've just plummeted every year since. Yeah, um, I would – oh, you know what? Real funny sidebar about Bill's Mafia. So the guy that was chugging the uh, the booze out of the girl's uh, butt cheeks was, uh, was on parole, 
and apparently wasn't supposed to be drinking. And uh, that got into the wrong hands, at least for him. And he is back in jail for parole violation. On top of that, the girl in that video, if anyone's video, by the way, it's uh, from the Niners-Bills game. Um, that young lady, definitely young. She was uh, the ripe old age of 17. So, um, I think New York has the laws that it has. That's all I'll really say, because I think I could be in a lot more trouble than a simple parole violation for his for uh, for uh, alcohol abuse. But... Uh, that's your uh, that's your Bills Mafia Buffalo. Um, so enjoy that reputation because your reputation on the field not quite as good as said. Uh, I'll just say it doesn't look as good as that. Uh, is as that guy? Uh, you know his set his his system for drinking alcohol is not that good. So yeah. let me. Uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate in his uh, defense. Yeah, because I drink it out of many a bottle and uh, I. I am straight edge. I've been clean and sober for over eight years now, and I uh, I quite enjoy a good Saranac root beer. How do we know that that what was coming, what was being funneled down between her glorious butt cheek, was not a delicious Saranac root beer? Do we have any proof of this? Um, hold on. I would look at the video. I I believe it was some kind of rum. Oh well then. Pretty positive. Okay, my theory goes out the window then. Sure does. Okay, but uh, knowing Bill's mafia, it, it very well could have yeah. just been motor oil. Very good point. It was charged with um, a pro. Sorry, probation violation to be seen drinking beer out of a woman's butt at tailgate. So is beer? I didn't realize it was beer. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it was beer. Yeah, you're right. It could be root beer. I thought it was rum. Apparently, it's root beer. Boy, I didn't do my my butt drinking research today either. But um, uh, you you got to get on that. Right. I mean, if there's ever a time yeah, to do homework, it's on your uh, butt chugging. Yeah. Well, that was seventeen year olds. You know, as an as an adult male, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stoop to that level. But um, I don't know, man. Just sort of to put a bow on the Bills. Let's hope they build a stadium downtown and get some of these uh, these uh, Neanderthals out of the freaking stadium because. Good gravy. That is an absolute 1,000% shit show outside of a Bills tailgate. It, it, it's ridiculous. It, it, listen, and I'm not, I'm not uptight, but good God, man. It just, you just look terrible. It's like when they interview, when Barack Obama came to, came to Buffalo. Uh, when was this? 2010? It was something like that. He went to the Duffs, actually right, right around the corner from me. He went to Duffs, uh, delicious wings, by the way. Uh, he went to Duffs, and they interviewed somebody on the street. And they interviewed, they found the worst version of a Buffalonian that they could. This chick had maybe nine teeth and referred to Barack Obama, our uh, our president, um, historical president, as a, quote, hottie with a body. One of the worst things I've ever seen. And, and they could not have found an uglier human being. And not judging someone based on their looks, but come on, news. Like, let's let's represent <laughs> Buffalo a little better than that woman. You know what, though? Uh, a good mutual friend of ours, Nate, can attest to this. The, those Buffalo girls, they be thirsty, man. They are very, very thirsty. Yeah. Um, sure. Sure, sure. Uh, based on some of the stories that I've heard, I guess uh, I guess that's true. So, um, yeah. But and yeah, then, too, I, uh, I just... I don't, I don't miss many things about Buffalo, you know, except, you know, you guys where I used to work. 
I miss you. Miss the hell out of you guys. And uh, I do miss the hell out of Appreciate those chicken that. wings, man. Like, uh, Syracuse, man, uh, we got you guys beat in pizza, but we, we can't even touch you when it comes to wings. Ah, uh, man, I'm I'm a little little heartbroken about it. So, well, what are you going to do? I, I do miss stuff. That is a great place. Oh, my God. I got some other breaking news here, too, from four hours ago. Two Bills fans who threw sex toy on field banned for life from all NFL stadiums. Wait, wh- what did they do? The dildo thrower guy. He's banned from life from all oh. NFL stadiums. Oh, boo. That was the most entertaining thing I've ever seen. That, that was that was the apex of Bills Mafia. <laughs> it was. Uh, we've identified the two individuals, said uh, Andy Major, Vice President of Guest Services and Operations and Guest Experience. We sent them notice that they are banned from all from our NFL from our stadium and all NFL stadiums. Wow. Ooh, they're not releasing no the fans' names, but they again. did say they're from the Buffalo area. Yeah. If if I'll put it to you this way, if Bill's Mafia was was a famous artist, the dildo throw would be their Sistine Chapel. It was pure perfection. Like I said, it was the apex of Bill's Mafia. It was their height. I don't know where they can go from here. And they have a home game this weekend against Jacksonville. And like you said last week, this this will now be the first home game they've had since the election. So I I can't imagine where they're going to go with that. It'll be madness in Orchard Park this weekend. They have a run of home games coming up, too. I want to say they have like three or four or three in a row. So, yeah, they finish – so, yeah, I think yeah. three of their here last we go. four they, are in December at home. Four of their last six are. So, uh, Jacksonville, then they go to Oakland next week, and then they're home for Pittsburgh, home for Cleveland, home for Miami, and then they finish the season in New York against the Jets. So, not a lot of travel for them in the next handful. After the Oakland game, I mean, they travel a total of a six-hour drive, basically, for the last game. But they're, they're home for the entire – it was very rude to do to Bills fans, but maybe it's smart. Maybe the NFL did this on purpose because it's freezing. Um, it's the end of the year in Buffalo, obviously. And uh, the home field December advantage. 11th, December 18th, and December 24th. It's not necessarily home field advantage. You're just keeping all the freaking uh, loop fruits from coming out to the stadium because they've only had three home games. They had the Miami yeah. one. <laughs> they had the uh, San Francisco, the the Cardinals, and the Jets. That's all the home games they've had so far. The rest have been away. God, they should have beaten the freaking the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I missed that one. No, it's all right. Yeah, but, um, Jets, Arizona. Yeah, yeah San three home games in December, and uh, three home games in December. We had a very warm summer which means the uh, Lake Effect yes. machine known as uh, Lake Erie is going to be churning up, and they'll make for some interesting games in Buffalo. I, I mean, as a, I, I hate going to games like that. Like, it's miserable. It's cold. I, I have no fun with it. I want to leave at halftime. But watching it yeah. from the comfort of your home in a recliner where it's nice and toasty warm, there's nothing, nothing better than winter football when it's snowing like crazy. It's so much fun to watch. I don't know if you saw um, – Last week, the uh, Michigan Indiana game, where like the last five minutes sweet, of the game, yeah. it just it just started. It was a blizzard out of nowhere, and it just covered the entire field. Yep. You know, Michigan ended up winning. Yeah, and like, everyone, this whole team runs on the field. And they're doing snow angels. It was so much fun to watch. Yeah, 
no, I, I'm with you. I love snow games. One of the most entertaining games, and one of the best games I've ever seen LaShawn McCoy play is the uh, – remember Philadelphia-Detroit a couple of years ago? LaShawn McCoy yeah, in the snow yeah. was, like, hurtling, hurtling tiny snow piles, and he had, like, 200 yards rushing. That was uh, that was one of the most entertaining games uh, I've seen in the NFL uh, quite some time because uh, there's an abnormal amount of offense considering the field conditions. Yeah, that, I remember that game was crazy. I didn't know how they marked the ball, and they're just running up and down the field with it. No, man, I'm always impressed with the ground screw and stuff like that. That then, uh, obviously, we all remember the um, the Patriots uh, Oakland Tuck rule game too, and how much snow there was in that. Mm, I, I hope my Raiders buddy Tommy isn't listening. That uh, that's a very sore subject for him. That was the beginning of the Patriots dynasty and just the. Uh, the plummeting of the Raiders as a franchise, which, I mean, this year it's great. They're they're digging themselves back out. They they look like world beaters right now. Um, yeah, they're the one seed in the AFC right now, even over uh, the uh, aforementioned New England. So I'm interested to see, man. I'm really curious what the later Laker or Lakers, good Lord, uh, what the Raiders' ceiling is this year. I really am because uh, their defense, uh, they have some players, but not really that good. They, on offense, I, I don't want to say look unstoppable. It's so weird because the Rams, and I actually like this. So I heard this analogy today. The Rams' defense makes other teams look like the Rams' offense, which is just terrible because the Rams are so good. But the Rams, or the Raiders' defense makes other teams' uh, offense look like the Raiders' offense. So essentially they're just they're, – they're almost playing themselves every week. Um and I, I do, I do worry. I mean, even though New England's defense isn't that good, do you really think that the Raiders can beat Tom Brady in a shootout? Because that's what that game would end up being, especially if it's in Oakland. It's warm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, don't think that's. Po- I don't think it's possible. I, I like the play. I don't I think so either. Guys on the Raiders better, but ugh. I don't think so. But I'm, I'm all in on a Raiders Patriots AFC championship game in the shootout. I, it'll be so much fun to watch. Oh, you know what I just thought could happen by the way? What if we get What's a that? Giants Cowboys NFC championship game? Oh, well then we have to watch that game together and one of us is going to murder the other. I don't think we watch that game together at all to be honest. With you. Maybe we go out in a public place. And uh, that way there's no, you know, there's cops around maybe, or at least ex- uh, access to cops. But then what if I just hold the baby and she has an old Beckham jersey, you know, just keep her, uh... oh, you know what I thought about if that does happen? You're going to use your, your, wait, you're going to use baby A as, as a human shield? What kind of father are you? That's awful. Listen, I make more yeah, money man. than she does. I make oh. more money than her. Oh, wow. Now, I think now she's really more taxes okay. than her. So... So let me get this straight. Last week I, I started talking. I started. I started talking about child abuse last week, and now you want to talk about child labor? But where's the love for the kids, man? This show is supposed to be for the kids. It is for church and for the children. No, listen. What I'm saying. I wasn't going to say anything about using her as a human shield. What I was saying. What I was starting to say was. If if that game happens, if they, if they play in the playoffs, even if they play like in the second round, right? Say the Giants and the Cowboys play in the second round. If they win, I will put a Cowboys jersey on Avery for the for an entire for an entire season. I will just 
if we will we will buy her a jersey and we will make her oh. wear it for an entire NFL season. She'll have to be an um, honorary Cowboys fan for an entire year if the Cowboys beat the Giants. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm not I talking like about. Where this I'm not is, talking about. I like where this is going yeah. so much. I really do. Well, what what if what if I lose to that? What what do I have to do? Maggie has to wear a Giants jersey every Sunday. Or the fiance, excuse me, sorry. I'll have to consult her on that one because uh, I don't think she's Ooh, a how about you fan get a of uh, me on the bottom out her of your wardrobe. Foot. Oh, hell no. Bottom of my foot? You know how much that would hurt? <laughs> I'll put that way no one would see it but you. It would still eat me alive. I would probably just like <laughs> peel the skin off my foot. <laughs> and just you with... I, I would, uh, with, I would, uh, with, uh, I would go out. I'd go out to the barn and I would find. I'd, I'd go to the barn. I would find the rustiest tools possible, like the ones like guaranteed to give me tetanus, and I would sand that sucker off, whatever it takes. I can see that. Excuse my, uh, excuse my, uh, my sne- my sniffles here, my sniffies. I got the sniffies. Um. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out if that happens. Is there anything more yeah. frustrating than the Michigan-Ohio State game, by the way, being on at effing noon on Saturday? Why isn't it a night game? Are you kidding me? I'm upset about this. It's not a noon. Uh, you don't even watch it. I just Dude, saw a commercial for it. I was like, that, it. it must be an 8 o'clock. Yeah. I, I, was just, I, I just saw a commercial oh. for it. And I, I'm like, it's not at noon? And I was like, please tell me that's just, that's just a pre-show, right? And then they just pre-show for eight hours about the game because – I'm not going to be able to watch it. Like, I, if it was on an 8, I yeah. definitely would be able to watch it. But that's ugh, so I mean, annoyed. I don't think this is hyperbole at all. That is literally, until we get to the playoffs, the biggest college football game of the year. Like, that game is massive. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure cool, cause like, the team that loses has two losses, and I think they're out of the playoffs, the playoff picture. Like, that game is Yeah. Huge. Um, I'm hearing USC might actually one. make to the playoffs if they win. Yeah, but I'm hearing really? USC is making some noise since they put Sam Darnold in. So yeah, UFC is 12th right now. They've they've uh, ripped off a bunch of wins. They are where'd they go? They're eight and three. So a lot of people are thinking that they could get into the top four if they win out the rest. There, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna slap Notre Dame up all around the field. They're 17 point favorites for Christ's sake against Notre Dame, and. Um, Oh God, Notre Dame! And uh, if they Never do, and then they're going to win the Pac-12. Well, I like Brian Kelly. I think Brian Kelly is really good, but they just can't recruit the athletes that the, that Alabama can or Ohio State can because they're just not in the region for it. Like, well, they were good they, back they in hold the day. Them to a higher and, standard. Academically, yeah. yeah, 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 and and but Stanford does too, and Stanford still wins. But I think they have. They have they have a dynamic running back in McCaffrey, and then they also have one of the smartest coaches. And I don't think they're going to win the Pac-12 this year. USC is. Um, I think what is I read today that Stanford has the um, is the hardest school in the country to get into, even over Harvard or Yale. Like they turn down more students um, than uh, than than Yale and Harvard, and they're not even Ivy League. It's kind of nuts. Uh, sorry, but, I'm a little distracted. I just scroll across the screen that there's a winter weather advisory for uh, Onondaga County until tomorrow. It's mid-morning. What? Why? We just had a huge storm on Monday. Like, Mother Nature, you need to chill out, bitch. Like, seriously. Like, oh, man, I'm, I'm already sick of shovels. 
Dude, Mother Nature is wearing one of those Hillary Clinton pantsuits, and she's just going to be a complete twat until probably March, April maybe for this area. Dude, you know what we really need to do? You and I really just need to uh, somehow make a whole bunch of money doing this podcast, which, you know, considering how this podcast started, that ain't happening anytime soon. And we really need to just move out to Los Angeles. Right? You know, I'd even set up for, like, Arizona. Just somewhere warm. Dude, I'm tired of the cold. I I hate the cold. Yeah, I've talked with the fiance many times about it. I I'm enamored with the idea of moving to the West Coast to Eugene, Oregon, and becoming an Oregon Duck fan. And I even told her, I was like, "We'll bring the mother-in-law. We'll, we'll bring the mill with us. I'm fine with that. I, I love her to death. She can come with. She'll have her own room and everything in the new house. I just I, I want to get off the East Coast. I want all my sports three hours earlier. I want to I want to love life. I want good weather." Oh, man, I'm just – I'm not looking forward to this winter already. I'm already over it. Yeah, I want to slap these people who's like, but, yeah, I love all four seasons. I love all four seasons. I was like, yeah, you could say that when you don't have to drive to freaking work and you're not the one out there pushing the damn shovel and or snowblower. Like, yeah, that's yeah. easy for you to say. It was like, I love to ski. You know what? You know, ski to yeah. hell. I, I, I can't stand these people. <laughs> Give me warm weather all the time. Like, I don't care. If it wants to rain at night, that's cool. But, like, I, ju- I just don't. I don't. I am so sick of the cold. I've grown up in this area. It's the worst. It is the absolute worst. That's why free agents don't want to come to Buffalo because it's freezing and there isn't anything to do. I don't freaking blame them. <laughs> God. Oh, so true. Dude, so Buffalo true. has its charm, but... Yeah, Buffalo's great when it's nice out, but it's, it's hell when it's not. Like, it's it sucks. Dude, it's, it, it went from being, like, I, I, on Friday last week, it was, what, 73? Sunday it was 39. It's like, what are you doing? I haven't met a person yet this week. I haven't, I haven't come across a single person this week that didn't have a freaking stuffy nose and a head cold. Place sucks. You know who doesn't have a stuffy nose and a head cold right now? Everyone in Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina. Me off, oh, and, I'm so sick of living and, and here. Your, and your boy right here. I, I think going to the gym and exposing myself to germs and bacteria on a consistent basis just keeps me from getting cold. I'm very lucky in that I'm respect. pretty sure. Yeah, see, I try to, like, eat stuff off the floor. Not specifically looking for it on the floor, but if it falls, trust me, I'm not throwing anything oh, away. Oh, man. But, dude. I'm saying, like, I, I'm it's funny. I'm not a germaphobe that. at all thinking I'm going to make myself stronger, and it doesn't quite work out. I'm pretty sure I have SARS. Yeah. I, speaking of eating stuff Second. off the floor, I was watching the games on Sunday, and I got myself a delicious Wegman sub. Danny Wegman, kudos to you and yourselves. And I was like, oh, I'm going to treat myself. Delicious. One of my weaknesses is, uh, oh, yeah, is uh, chocolate raisinette. So I got it. Uh, I'm sitting in my recliner. I got the little uh, end table next to it. I'm eating my little chocolate raisinette. And uh, I reached to put them, you know, with the lid off it, back on the little end table. And, you know, I miss, and the thing falls off the end. They go scattering all over the floor. Now, I live in the country at a farmhouse. We have five dogs, six cats. We, you know, we, we keep it pretty well maintained, as clean as we can. But through the floor, like, it, you know, there's hair on there. It can't be the cleanest. So, uh, you know, me, the sad, pathetic little man that I am, I I picked up every one of those chocolate raisinettes. I kind of dusted them off with my hand, and I proceeded to eat the entire thing while watching football on Sunday. And my my fiancé happened to notice this, and just I, just another reason for her to be disgusted by me. Like, 
the fact that that woman said yes sure. to me is mind-boggling. I um, um uh, no shame. I think I'd rather I'd rather eat I'd rather just eat my snacks off the floor than eat a raisinette. Raisinets are the worst. Chocolate covered? How they're, dare they're, you, sir? No, you can't put no raisins are disgusting. Raisins are so gross. Like they just I, they just look Listen, like cockroaches to me. I can't eat a it, raisin. It, it soothes my inner curmudgeon old man. Like I I love them. It, it, it reminds me of better times. Like I would always get them when we go to Blockbuster on Friday nights. And you know, anybody under the age of twenty five has no idea what I'm talking about. But you know that used to be like the Friday delight. Go to Blockbuster with mom. In between her and you know the stepdad yelling at each other, slapping each other around, and you know get a nice little cinematic adventure to escape my terrible childhood. And some raisins. So were they out of Twizzlers or Sour Patch Kids? Because oh, you know what? <clears throat> I have a beef with Regal. So on Saturday, the wife and I are going on a date, and we're going to uh, we're going to a Regal. We're going to see a movie called the uh, what is it? The the End of Seventeen or whatever that movie with uh, Haley Steinfeld. The Edge of Seventeen, something like that. Anyway, uh, yeah. No so idea. Regal for a while, they sold. Uh, Woody Harrelson's in it too. I'm actually kind of excited for it. I love me some Woody Harrelson. Um, but the Regal, the Regal went on this like tw- uh, Twizzler band, and I'm like, and then they have uh, they have uh, Red Vines. Red Vines are freaking horrible. My buddy Brian, who actually is going to be on this show at some point, we went and saw um, American Hustle with uh, Christian Bale, Jennifer Lawrence. I have a huge crush on A.B. Adams. Uh, she was in it. Um, so a lot hot. of people. Good so movie. Hot. Real good movie. So, yeah, yeah. I love me some A.B. Adams. So I'm like, hey, buddy, go out and give me, uh, you know, if you're going out there, give me some Twizzlers. I didn't send them out there specifically for Twizzlers. What kind of friend am I? But I'm like, hey, if you're going out there, here, here's a couple bucks. Grab me some Twizzlers. She's like, all right. He comes back with Red Vines. Like, I almost didn't even want to pay him. Like, I just almost didn't want to pay him. I was like, I, I, I said Twizzlers. Red Vines are disgusting. They're disgusting. They're all freaking work. I would rather yeah. eat. I'd rather eat an entire vat of of nasty raisinets than than I would eat red vines. Red vines are disgusting. They're literally the worst snack on the planet. Like that's I don't know but, that whole scenario. That's one of the biggest conundrums in life because it's like you 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 ask someone to grab what you want specifically what you want, and then they think they're doing you a favor because they don't have it by, you know, substituting with something else. Where it's like, really, man, like, yeah. if my mind is set on that thing and they don't have it, like, either call or text me quick so I can pull an audible. But don't call the audible yourself. Let me call the audible. Like, don't right. think you can substitute something else in. It's just not the same. When your mind is set on something and you want it, that's what you want. It's hard to, like, be mad at the person because, you know, their mind – their, well, their heart is in the right place, but it's just the execution of it just doesn't work for me. It's like if they don't have a man, just come back empty-handed and be like, hey, sorry, bro, they're out. Yeah, or default to peanut M&M's. Nobody, I've never met a human being on the planet that doesn't like peanut M&M's. But, no, I'm 100% with you on this because it's sort of like the person that puts their own spin on something that doesn't need their own spin on it. It's, it's like it, – it, I'm trying to think. It's like – I, I'll steal. I'll steal one of Corolla's. Right, Corolla was saying like he loves pumpkin pie, which I'm with him. I love pumpkin pie, but he says his sister oh, does this like ribbon of my plum jam in, in her pumpkin pie. 
Could you imagine eating a ribbon of plum through your pumpkin pie? I wouldn't even eat it. I'd be devastated. Like, you don't need to put your own yeah. spin on it. So that's what I feel like red vines are. They're just someone else's spin on Twizzlers. Not as good. Yeah. Actually, they're not good at all. Don't, but I will tell yeah, you, though, don't I do recreate have my the own wheel. Person. It's perfect. Yes, 100%. Pumpkin pie does not need to be improved. It can have Cool Whip. It doesn't need to have Cool Whip. Either way, pumpkin pie oh, is delicious. Cool like, I won't be eating a whole pumpkin pie by myself. So I, I will tell you, though, I do have my own old man cookie uh, thing, which, um, you know, old man treat, I should say, and it's a Fig Newton. Love me a Fig Newton. I don't know why. I'm, I'm right there with you. They're, it's such an They're old man the treat, but I love it so, so much. Yeah. Yeah, I love Fig Newtons. I don't like Werther's Originals, but I do love those little caramels, the soft caramels with the white cream in the middle. So good. Mm. Mm, I, I know All right, exactly so where do you come down? I love those, too. Yeah. Where do you come we down on We have the taste of, like, 60-year-old men. We are ridiculous. Yes. It's very true. So where do you come down on pies versus cakes? Like, I don't even think there's an argument. I definitely think pies are better. Yeah, I, I'll mess with the pie all day. And I'm so excited to go to my dad tomorrow for Thanksgiving because his, uh, my stepmom makes the most amazing freshly made pies. And she'll have like five or six different varieties. And she's always, always got a pumpkin one for me. Uh, with Cool Whip, I might add. I am, oh, God. You I'm have so to excited. have a Cool Whip. And okay, my, my so, father, and then... man, let me, let me tell you about my dad and how he trolls me, where he'll be sitting at home and, you know, my stepmom will make him a delicious pie. He will take a picture of the pie, text me said picture of pie, and then said, oh, look at this delicious pie we made. Sorry, son, none for you. I'm like, oh, thanks, Dad. Happy, so rude. happy Saturday evening to you as well. That's so yep. rude. What are you going to um, Yeah, <sighs> so where do you come down on uh, stuffing? Oh, that's, that's a must. Yeah, I, I almost love the stuffing more than the turkey. I feel like turkey is just an excuse to get stuffing. It's a necessary evil in a way. I mean, I, I love some good turkey. Don't get me wrong, but dude, like stuffing. Oh my god! It just seems like there's never enough too. It's like you always want more. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm gonna. Um, I hate so stuffing. hungry now. I hate stuffing. I hate like stuffing. You are, I hate that weird can-shaped cranberry sauce. The stuff that's shaped like the damn sir. can. Oh, God, so You gross. are the really anti-Christ. I swear to God, you're the anti-Christ. No, what and I will tell you, the, I'll tell you another thing. You know what else isn't good? Turkey. Turkey is so dry. It, it doesn't matter. Not, the only time I've ever had good not if you turkey, make it right, my gravy. No. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what else is good with gravy? Dog shit. Anything's good with freaking gravy on it. But what I'm saying is turkey is so dry. When else do you eat turkey throughout the year? No one, else, yeah. no one eats turkey any other time of the year. No I, one. I, I challenge never, your I have turkey for 364 got... days. 364 days a year, people don't eat turkey. They only eat it on Thanksgiving because it's a freaking tradition. I'd much rather have ham. Oh, God, well, ham is good. Terrible. But I, I challenge your theories on that. I've got, the, I've got five pounds here, and the, the dog yard is just covered in dog bombs. So you could throw all the gravy you want on it. I'm, I'm not eating that thing. Good luck with that. <laughs> Good luck with the white meat. Try, try to get some loving after you eat a gravy-covered dog turd. For sure she'll love that. <laughs> yeah, oh my Come here, God. baby. He's let me give you a smooch. Yeah, you have a first. teacher at high school. Would she, would she come help you? Uh, I'm pretty sure the dog shit smelled better than her breath. 
Um, I'm not going to drop names because, you know, this woman's still alive and she might still teach in the district. And she was nice, but good God to her. She had some dog breath, bad times. But, Mm. no, turkey is so dry. Like, my father-in-law smoked a turkey. That was good. That was freaking delicious. You, but like you know, a smoker that's that's its own that's its own instrument. I mean, smokers are incredible. I'm not a curmudgeon. You, you hate, I love me some mashed no, potatoes. You you hate turkey love because mashed. it just gets stuck up in that gap tooth of yours. That's your that's your great. See now you're getting personal. I'm, I didn't do anything personal. Like I'm not getting you, I don't understand. Personal. It's obvious for that's anyone pretty that knows personal. You. I love your it gap not, tooth. It, I told you this before. The gap tooth is too big. I'm getting it fixed. I have a dentist appointment on uh, Wednesday of next week. Oh, yeah! I, I swear to God, it, you. It, I've told you this before. If you get that gap tooth fixed, I will drive 90 miles an hour out to Buffalo. I, I will find a way to hook up a PA system with speakers. I will play Shawn Michaels' "Sexy Boy" theme song, and then I will super kick you right in the teeth and knock it right back out. I will, You're driving I will the Blues Brothers car the with a big horn on the I'll, top? I'll stretch for three weeks straight just to get my leg high enough. I will make it happen. I will super kick you to hell. How dare you? Fixing your gap. And rightfully so. That's like slapping God in the face. How, why would you do that? You know, I don't know if we brought this up on the show, but uh, I, you know, I, I, might, uh, I might throw my shoulder out patting myself in the back, but uh, I almost did kick you in the face. I can get my leg up there still. I was very happy with myself because I didn't know if I could do it or not. Um, but I was yeah. pretty, I was pretty oh, thrilled. So I, I can kick you oh, in the face. Billy Boy's got the breath kick going. Oh, man, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I used to be a good athlete. But, uh, you know, now I'm yeah. old and fat and I'm not quite as good as I uh, used to be. But, um, yeah, you're just lucky but yeah, I didn't, uh, uh, Daniel Cormier you and take you down and do the old ground and pound. See, I got nothing on that because you 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 have to be a whole lot stronger than me, considering how much time you spend at the gym. <laughs> yeah, if, if you and I fought, I think I'd get you in the stand up. But if we went to the ground, that's the end of old Bill, for sure. Yeah, for sure. See, that's the that's yeah, the funny thing to me too. Times. With uh, with like idiot people that fight, how they stand up and swing all the time. And it's like, dude, I'm 5'10", oh. 245 pounds. Like, I'm going to play to my strength. If I get into a fight with you, yeah. I'm not throwing hands. I'm yeah. taking you to the ground immediately, and I'm just throwing elbows. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm putting you in a headlock. I'm working an arm or a body part. Like, I'm not I'm not going to be stupid enough to – anybody can land yeah. a good lucky shot every once in a while. I'm, I'm taking you down. I'm going to use my weight on you. You have that sweet spot in the side of the neck, like right by the ear, uh, and then you're putting oh, the yeah. weight down pretty, pretty well. Um, and I'll tell yep. you another tricky thing to do. Um, the wife has some puny little arms, tiny little feminine hands, but we were, we were wrestling around one day. She punched me in the kidney and that dropped me like that dropped me. And she didn't even hit me that hard, but I'm telling you, you get hit in the kidney at the right spot. You're going down. Like yeah. th- that was, uh, that was in the top five worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And she just, she did it just not even knowing where she was hitting. And she just caught me perfectly and dropped me. <laughs> and I don't think yep. I, 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 mean, I got punched. When I was in the Army, I got a funny story for you. So when I was in the Army, I took a uh, combatives class, right? Sounds way more impressive than it is, I promise. But it, it's, it's like a uh, – combatives is just like this week-long class you can take. And I did, I did, a, I did a little bit of that, that stuff, and it was fun. But um, so, so uh, one of the things to do to graduate this class is you had to achieve the clench over this guy who was uh, – yeah, I think he was like a level four uh, combatives guy, which that's a more extensive class and way longer than, than, uh, than uh, the level one that I was in. So all you're doing is basically this guy's just throwing punches, and uh, and you just have to go in and just clench. 
So me being the idiot that I am, I know better too because I actually used to box a little bit when I was uh, I was like twelve, thirteen because my dad for some reason thought you know old Bill was gonna turn into um, some kind of uh, some kind of professional boxer. Now I'm thinking about it, I think I was younger than that. So, but I know not to drop my hands, right? So what do I do when I go to achieve the clinch? I drop my hands, open my face wide up. Ooh. This guy wide, yeah, wide out, and just he he literally. You remember in Mortal Kombat? When you know it would be like finish him, and you do that uppercut where they start like <laughs> oh, down yeah. by their uh, down by their foot. Yeah, that's what he did to my face, and he didn't drop me. He hit me real hard, and I didn't fall. I I definitely fell backwards, and if there's ropes, I'd have fell into those. Thankfully, there's a wall, but all I heard was ooh, and then a bunch of laughing. That didn't drop me. That kidney punch my wife put on me dropped me. Okay, so just a word of a uh, word of wisdom out there. If you ever get a fight, definitely aim for the kidneys. Because you don't really have to hit them that hard. Yeah. And it doesn't feel good. There's, there's something about women, too. Like, your wife, you know, she's a, she's a rather small woman. My uh, my fiancé, she's quite tiny. And there's something about when they hit you with those, like, tiny little fists that they can just get in those little nooks and crannies that no one else can. They they always find that, that oh little my. spot. There's no power my, behind uh, it, but the, the placement of it is so perfect. Yeah, my best friend's wife, Val, um, and I hope he plays this for her. I've never met a female or maybe even a human being that hits harder than she does. And she's five, six, 105 pounds. And she has the boniest little knuckles, but somehow she generates so much force that she will numb your arm. She punches hard that, for a human being, not even for a girl, for a human, like she punches effing hard. It's, it's ridiculous, but she has the boniest little knuckles you've ever seen in your life. And I don't know how, she creates so much force, but it doesn't feel good. But, um, but Kemba Walker just hit the luckiest shot I've ever seen. But, yeah, man, it's uh, – you know what? I, I would like to – you know, buy some boxing gloves. We'll box next time you're here. We'll box right in my kitchen. I'm sure the wife will be fine with that. You ever just have an urge to get into a fight? I just literally want to go to top right now and just start, like, a brawl. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my walk-in in the gym literally every day. You just, you get that, <laughs> you just want to start uh, a fight with somebody flowing. Yeah, or my I, my I, drive to work on Fridays when I'm playing like wrestling theme songs and just getting amped up and you know in the truck. I, I, I one yeah. of these Fridays, See, man, and I hope my boss listens to this because I feel bad for him. But one of these Fridays, I'm just gonna walk in and like you're gonna hear the glass shatter. I'm just gonna walk up to him, kick him in the gut, and just drill him with a stunner. And then when he's down on the ground, I'm probably just gonna slap on the figure four leg lock, you know, clinch it in nice and tight, and go woo. I really hope you do that. That would be uh, that I, I want great for me. Someone needs to record it. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll do it on on the bus when we go to that work party next weekend. That'd be a great time. How about I do this? I'll I'll play the music, and when you hear it, that's when you just go up and do it. Oh, absolutely. But I, that's the thing I missed about being with you guys in Buffalo. There were there were Fridays where I'd walk in and I would just drill you guys with kicks and stunners left and right. One of the funniest things ever. I was actually just talking to one of our former coworkers about this. Uh, was um, remember when? Uh, remember when uh, Harley knocked? Just like, are you knocked like a box or whatever off of his uh, off of his cart? He was very innocent. Yeah, I, I was like, I, ah, that was good I, stuff. I it off. And then I he like slaps the tickets. Yeah, and then he slaps all of the tickets out of your hand, and you don't know where you're going in Buffalo, and they went everywhere, and you had to reorganize <laughs> them. Yeah, like, and I'm Jesus, pretty, I'm pretty sure I drove in circles most of the day. 
And then, uh, you know, the boss yeah. asked me, like, what took me so long? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, you know, yeah. I don't think it was routed correctly, even though he's the one who did it and knew he, he routed it correctly. <laughs> Got to just take a shot yeah. at it. And it's like well, um, the uh, – <laughs> but it's the ultimate, like, bringing a gun to a uh, to a, to a uh, fist fight. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Good God, well, man. That was pretty brutal. And to, to Harley's credit, too, he's got those massive man hands. He basically, Von Miller stripped my paperwork and just, you know, set it flying asunder. Like, and no shot. Nah, I'm with you. So, uh, I thought it was funny, though. Maybe laugh. But, um, all right, let's finish What's real good? quick on, uh, um, on uh, our, our bet of the week, we we already did that. So you gave your review. Yep. What did you give? I love you, Philip Morris. What would you say out of uh, out of uh, out of five? What would you give it? Out of five stars, I give it a solid four. Yeah. All right. You know, minus okay. the uh, hard, hardcore man on man love making. No, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, I like I like that movie after he gets hit by the. Uh, after he gets in the accident, when he's getting pushed in the ambulance, what he's screaming is so funny. I, that's the one word. Like I'm not getting. Oh yeah. Of, uh, that's the one. We, uh, you know, you and I agreed to just like be our be ourselves or whatever. And if we swear, it just comes organically. We're not going to swear for the sake of swearing. But we're not. We're definitely not going to say anything like you know. We're not going to say the uh, the derogatory. We're not going to say anything derogatory. We're not going to use those very hurtful terms. Uh, just because I, I just don't do that in my my actual life, so I'm not going to do that out here. But uh, but yeah, but he's screaming that is one of the funniest parts of that movie. Oh yeah, such a funny um, But uh, I I, en- I enjoyed it. But uh, but yeah, so I got to find you another movie, and I also got to try to remember or have to listen back to our last week's episode, which I was actively avoiding because you were really upset with me for some reason, and uh, I'm not really good at handling uh, adversity, especially unwarranted ad- adversity. I'm willing to admit what I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, boy, you were. Uh, you're pretty aggressive last week, and it's okay. I was, you know, we moved out. I was, uh, <laughs> I was being quite the eggplant last week, if you will. That's my bad. The, the eggplant. Well, you use too many emojis, sir. Um, I do. That's the thing, so, dude. I barely use emojis. You, you guys see that in the group text. But if there's one emoji, I love me to death. It's some eggplant, some some big bulbous purple eggplant. You can't go wrong with it. God, I for the life of me cannot remember what movie I had I told you to watch on. Um, did I say? Oh, was it Pulp Fiction? Good God! I'm not listening. Find it out. Because... Come on now. I may not watch a ton of movies, well, but God forbid, I've seen Pulp Fiction. Let's give me some credit here. Did I tell you to watch Hot Girls Wanted? I've seen that too. No, well, we've talked about that one uh, before. We both watched it. That re- that ruined porn for me for for a good couple of weeks, and then I dove headfirst right back hours. in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the oh, I think dark, the dark path. Did I did I say the Joe the Joe Rogan stand up? Maybe that's what it was. I can't remember honestly. No, that was your what to watch for a couple of weeks ago. No, I knew that. Yeah, memory game. Repurposed it. So I'm telling you, man. Oh. It was that punch in the face that I took in the army. Um, yeah. Let's see. You need to think about it for a bit. We get off. Filibuster with some Q soups. Boy, I went to another game last night. Um, yeah, go ahead and talk about that if you'd like. I'm gonna find you a movie to watch again. I'm on a three nothing one right. streak, so I well, gotta I gotta find another. Yeah, movie. yeah. I mean, Q. I mean, let's be honest. They're playing some cupcakes right now, but the demolishing they did last night of South Carolina State, one hundred one to fifty nine. This team, man, is so deep, so talented. They 
they can all shoot the ball. I mean, just I won't go too in depth with it, but I mean the improvement you've seen out of some guys too. Like for example, Frank Howard, the guy you know was a backup point guard last year. He, he's got great vision on the floor, great passer, but now the the guy clearly worked on his jumper all off season. I mean, he's hit seven right. of twelve from three point. Like Frank Howard couldn't couldn't hit the broadside of a barn last year, and now he's seven of twelve from three land. Guys, every nine points a game, seven point three assists. Like there, there's four or five guys in the team now that can shoot from long distance. You got Andrew White, who is just is a grand transfer man. This guy averages seventeen point three points per game. This guy has one of the the best shooting strokes I've seen in years. It's it's so seamless and effortless with him. It, John Gillen come off the bench as a backup point guard, scoring eleven points a game, five assists. Like, what's crazy to me is that our our best player, arguably our best player, Tyler Lydon, he's only averaging nine point eight points per game right now and seven point three rebounds, and that's only because we don't need him to score. Like you can tell, like he's just kind of like coasting along and doing every, everything else and all the other guys are getting their minutes, all the young guys are getting their experience and he's just, you can tell that when they need him, when push comes to shove, when they're playing Duke, when they're playing Virginia, he's going to just explode for like 20, you know, 20 plus points a game. This team is so ridiculously deep. Tyler, Tyler Roberson is, is killing it. He he worked on his mid-range jumper in the offseason. Um, oh, uh, Torin Thompson, I mean, freshman coming in, guy has great dribbling ability, great moveset, can hit that mid-range jumper. Like, uh, this team is so deep, too deep at every position. I am just – I'm beyond excited for this season. If there was ever a time for me to get season tickets for the first time, this was the year. This team, the sky's the limit, man. I, I cannot wait to see them play some quality opponents. I know um, next week they travel to Wisconsin, which will be their first real big test. And then uh, this coming Saturday, they're uh, they're playing in uh, I think it's the, the Barclays Holiday Tournament or something like that. But they're playing South Carolina at the Barclays Center this Saturday, which will be the fun little game. But that Wisconsin coming up, then they have some big games in December against uh, you know old school rivals UConn and Georgetown. It's going to be a fun year, man. I'm I'm all in on Q Soups as always. Uh, you know, moving back to Syracuse at the right time and. <clears throat> being able to go to every game, man, I'm so happy. I'm I'm ecstatic about it. Good. I'm uh, I'm glad you are. You're very ecstatic. You sent us uh, you sent us pictures and updates, and you're basically how I'm tracking the about uh, Syracuse uh, this season until they start showing more games on TV, or I can watch your ESPN app or whatever. So yeah. Um, and for those who listened last week, I did bit. send my ESPN watch ESPN info to Bill, so he can't see the games now. Provided, you know, he's not busy being super dad over there. Yes. Um, so I did send you the movie that I assigned you last week, and it was Robin Williams and World's Greatest Dad. That was the movie that I sent oh. you last week. And for what, it was bugging me. Okay. Um, so, I love yeah, Robin Williams. Uh, great. You will love that movie. Um, I don't know. Ooh, is that a Quick movie you watched with Maggie? Uh, or, excuse me, the fiancé. Uh, but go ahead, sorry. Which, which no, I, I was gonna say because uh, the uh, the mill, the mother-in-law there, she's uh, she's a big fan of Robin Williams as well. But I need to preface this by saying, is there any hardcore gay sex in this movie? 
that I should warn the mill about beforehand. No, so but that, you know, shocked and taken there's a lot of There's a lot of talk about it. Not gay, necessarily, but there's a lot of sex talk. Okay. Um, and, and it that's, works that's within fine. the context of the story very well, actually. It's it's it, This movie is Bobcat Goldthwait as a director. If anybody remembers him from the Police Academy movies, he directs great movies now. He's he's very, very unique. And this movie is absolutely, like, it's one of the best uh, human, um, oh God, what do you want to say? It's one of the best human psychology movies I've ever seen. It's It's very, very, it's very realistic. It's how I'd imagine... Uh, the situation going if 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 what happened in the movie were to happen in real life, it's an extraordinary uh, it's an extraordinary thing, but I'm oh, pretty wow. sure it would play out exactly like it does in the movie. Not an extraordinary thing; it's just something that doesn't happen that often. And uh, so yeah. I don't mean extraordinary as a hyperbole; I more mean it as a it's just something that doesn't happen at all. So um, I'm really curious to see get your thoughts on World's Greatest Dad. So that's the movie from last week. Still working on one from for this week because uh, you need to start with you don't have Amazon right? Uh, we did. I had to check with the the lady there. We still do. Not sure. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm hoping we do because uh, I want to get back into watching. Uh, you ever heard about the show uh, The Man in the High Castle, where it's basically uh, post World no. War II America if the Nazis and uh, the Japanese had won the war and they basically split the country yeah, in two. It's fascinating. Yeah, you, yeah, you've told me about this before. So, um, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna assign you I'm gonna assign you Trophy Kids. I think if Dogfight isn't in here, you're watching Trophy Kids. If Dogfight is I in saw, here, you are watching Dogfight. I, I saw Trophy Kids, really good documentary. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. You're watching Dogfight. So, um, Dogfight's a documentary. Um, I'm gonna read you some synopsis. In a crime-plagued neighborhood near Miami, brutal bare-knuckled backyard fights give young men a chance to earn money and self-respect. And it is by the director of The U um, and Cocaine Cowboys. So, dog okay. fight, oh, real yeah. serious dad. I heard about this. Someone at, uh, someone at the Buffalo office talked about it once. It was probably me. <laughs> I was obsessed with this yeah. movie when it first came out. Um, it's fantastic it's not that long the movies i'm trying not to extend i'm trying not to uh have anything over uh two hours world's greatest dad is only 98 minutes and dogfight is 109 minutes so i'm trying to avoid yeah. that because i know you're busy as well so um and i want to say i love you Philip morris is only an hour and a half if that i know that's not a long movie so um yes please when you get a chance i don't know which one i would rather have you watch first probably dogfight but um if if it's good i don't know if maggie will want to watch dogfight but um, you, I think if you are going to watch something with Maggie, definitely watch World's Greatest Dad because I would like. I gotta stop saying her name. I'm sorry. Um, you screw that. Yeah. Um, but but uh, screw that we, up royally. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, I'm telling you. Um, and now that I'm bringing attention, she's trying to work really under that sense. condition of anonymity for her job and everything. Yeah, you know what? I'll start calling her Trixie. How about that? So if Trixie wants to watch. Uh, if Trixie wants to watch one of those movies, just have her watch World's Greatest Dad. Trixie will oh, really yeah. like World's Greatest Dad, but Trixie, I'm curious to get her yeah. opinion on him. Yeah, that's so much more better. Than Who's Trixie? Who's the whore? Who's the whore? <laughs> I know. Who's the Great, whore? Thanks, um, but, 
Mabel. How about that? That's an ugly name. Um, yeah, so, that'll be a long yeah. conversation after she listens to this, where she uh, she swears she's not using her mental health powers for evil when she really is, and psychoanalyzing me and manipulating me, but I'm too stupid to realize, so I'm not going to worry about it. I would like to be psychoanalyzed, like seriously. I always like want to know where I stand. I love. I'm like get. I get really excited when I'm getting reviewed at work. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's my big. I like fear, reviews. Man. I like knowing where I stand. She's gonna come home one night and just be like, "We need to talk," and then we're gonna sit down. And she's gonna have like a notepad and like her glasses on. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, crap! It's therapy hour. Damn it!" Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't want that. So anyway, all right. Uh, under the hoodies. Um, yeah, do all, do all of our uh, do all of our social media shout outs. I have to push mute for a second. I get the uh, yeah, I get the snippies. Yes, if you guys are listening to us, please, 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 I beg you, give us feedback. I don't care if it's positive, negative. If you want to trash me left and right, hashtag Bill's Mafia. Feel free, guys. Uh, hit us up at Bill Keagle on Twitter at Bill K Eagle. This is a sound at Tony Q's forty four. Or you can hit the podcast page itself at Under the Hoodie. Uh, if you want, you can search for us on Facebook. I mean, that's more for people who, you know, know us well. But if you want, go ahead and try to find us on there. But, uh, yeah, at, at Bill K. Eagle, at Tony Q's 44, at Under the Hoodies. Guys, give us your feedback. Uh, DM us if you'd like, what you agree with, what you disagree with, ways you think we could be better, how we can tighten it up. Any feedback is appreciated. Um, you know, be sure to uh, to search for us on iTunes. Uh, if you have a Samsung, Android phone, uh, a great app to use for podcasts, which is free. It's called Podcast Addict. Uh, search back sports page, three words, search back sports page. Subscribe to it and just search for the Under the Hoodies episodes. Download it when you're on Wi-Fi. You won't use up any data, and then you can listen to it when you're off of it. You know, it's great for when you're on the road, long drives to work, maybe something to listen to at your desk. Well, just hit us up with that feedback, guys. We really appreciate uh, appreciate you listening. You know what I love, Tony, is that I accidentally hung up yep. on the show and called back, and it literally – I didn't even have to panic or anything because I knew you were going on. Um, <laughs> I literally heard what right. you said, but I uh, appreciate it. All right. So, no, it, um, if there's one thing I can do, it's, it's shill this podcast out. I am a social media shill. Yeah. I'm all about making this work. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, um, again, I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my read again, okay? And uh, like I said, Ashley owes me how many sentences are here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So Ashley owes me eighty dollars, ten dollars a sentence. So here we go. All right, uh, my wife is selling Lularoe. Mary, Mary Cyber Monday Lularoe pop up. That's the group name on Facebook. All members will be, uh, all members must be approved by uh, Sunday at 6 p.m. So if you want to join, get it on the sale. You have to do it by Sunday at six. Uh, so when uh, you can start shopping uh, in this within this group with all these consultants, and they do like leggings and dresses and all this other jive, Sunday at eight, and it, that runs until Monday at eleven p.m. So it's a Cyber Monday thing. So there's kids and women sizes, uh, trip or double X small to triple extra large. Um, there's discounts and giveaways and all that stuff. And if you mentioned under the hoodies sent you, you'll get an additional discount, and um, that is. Uh, 
status for the under the hoodies. But uh, anybody that anybody that pops in or whatever, they get giveaways and they get uh, you know they get discounts regardless. But you get an extra discount if you say under the hoodie sent you. So uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, again, that's the uh, Mary uh, Cyber Monday Lularo pop up. Lularo is L U L A R U E. So uh, yeah, that's that's uh, stuff that our women are into for some reason. Um, and uh, my wife sells it and uh, doing very well at it. She probably, uh, you know, probably makes as much money doing that or close to it as she does at work. So uh, at least getting there anyway. So baby steps. Also, uh, you know what? You did all of her stuff for social media. So, yep, we're going to make this, uh, we're going to try to do our best to make this sound better. And, um, and uh, working on getting microphones and all that fun stuff. Uh, the reason we have it yet is because we're actually looking for a way to, uh, you know, get quality ones without having to break the bank, which is very difficult in learning. So we're working on that as well. And uh, if you have any feedback, by all means, positive or negative, um, go ahead and uh, drop those. Cause that's the only way we're going to get better. And uh, this is the 20th episode, Tony. So uh, good on us for going uh, this long. I know you jumped in a couple episodes in and, uh, but you know, we are uh, going to keep plugging along. We're going to do this, Tony, until one of us dies. So the show could be on for another couple of weeks. <laughs> At this rate, if I eat like I did today and I will tomorrow, it might be lo- it might be a lot less, and you might have to find a new co-host. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do the best to figure it out, but I'll probably be in a food coma through next week, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, and um, very excited to be able to go to work tomorrow. I'm pretty pretty happy about that. So, oh my God, man! Four day weekend. How great is it? Oh, I know. And it's um, and it's uh, Wednesday. It's not even the first day of the four day thing. You know, this is the this is right before the beginning of the four day thing. So it's great. So it's the best time of the whole thing. And now, once tomorrow starts, start counting down to when we have to go back. Um, but the good thing is, is there's great football games on tomorrow. Hey, let's pick some winners off tomorrow. By the way, um, I have my winners are. Uh, are uh, Minnesota, Dallas, and Pittsburgh. Uh, is that game in Indy or Pittsburgh? Andrew Luck's not playing. How about that? It's in Indy, but it doesn't matter. Andrew Luck's not playing, so you're going to pick Pittsburgh. Wait. Okay, that's breaking news to me. Why is that Andrew Luck playing? Concussion. Oh. Man, I'm so excited for that game too. Uh, I don't even know who their backup is. Me too. Uh, damn it, um, Scott Tolzien, the immortal oh Scott Tolzien. Well, I'm I'm definitely taking Pittsburgh. Of course, I'm taking Dallas. Uh, I will differ with you. Uh, I will take Detroit. I'm going to back Matthew Stafford in his uh, potential MVP type season. That's exciting. I'm glad you did that. All right. Yeah. So, Especially at home uh, yeah, too. There we go. It's such a huge advantage. Yep, there we go. So, um, good. That's good. Um, all right, we will, uh, yeah, we'll find out who wins that. Uh, I got the Bills plus seven and a half on Sunday. You must see World's Greatest uh, Dad and Dogfight. All right. So, for Tony yep. DeNicola, I'm Bill Kegel. Thanks for listening and uh, leave us some feedback. And, Tony, we need to come out with it. We need to have an outro as well. But as of right now, what are we? Well, I'll, I'll leave you with a quick story. There once was an old oh. man walking home from work, and he's walking in the snow, and he stumbled upon a snake frozen in the ice. 
he took that snake and he brought it home and he took care of it and he thawed it out and he nursed it back to health. And as soon as that snake was well enough, it bit that old man. And as that old man laid there dying, he asked the snake, why? I took care of you. I loved you. I saved your life. Snake looked that man right in the eye and said, you stupid old man, I'm a snake. Once a snake, always a snake? I'm confused. What's the what's the moral of this? Never you never heard that story before? No. Alright, well I'll leave it as my what to watch for. Search CM Punk, Ring of Honor, two thousand and five. When Punk finally wins the world title and instantly turns heel, which is a bad guy wrestling term, on the entire crowd and has them eating out of the palm of his hand. That's my what to watch for. And good night on that note. Yes, that's going to be my what to watch for, too. Or watch Dogfight, everybody. Have a good night, and we'll see you next week. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.